Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. All right, Albie. Wow, what a messed up start that was. There's a, that's a new one. That's a new uh, one. Remember this time last year? Um, this time last year, I think I was getting a piece of equipment that for some reason wouldn't work. Wasn't that that t- th- this time last year? This time last year was a bizarre time. Yes, I think so. I remember that. Remember we talked to Menners in the hotel in Connecticut? Oh, yeah. He was, he was very And soft. I was like under the stairs. That's yeah. right. That's right. Man, what a turning point. What a this is like the last eeks of uh of of uh you know when the world was right side up. Um okay. So I don't know I don't think we should get too much into the debate last night. Um but I think it's fair to say you know, people are saying that uh Ron DeSantis won and obviously we talked about this you talked about it we talked about it on my radio show. You talked about it with, on Jerry Callahan's show. Uh, Nikki Haley just took a beating, and she's she's not great. I know that they want her to be great, but she's just not great. And I wish they would stop. There's no, she's not dynamic. She's not a superstar. She's not what Trump is. And there's a whole bunch of new polling showing that Trump is really widening his lead. In in Biden is. Essentially, undecideds are just migrating over to Trump. People have, mm-hmm. have kicked the tire. It is it is Biden regret, and you've got in some places like three to five points for Trump. And let me tell you, Alice, I don't see how that plays out in the polls. I, I I've just never seen it. I've never seen how somebody can be so verboten for. Or painted as being so verboten for uh, polite company for uh, our political uh, norm. What do you need right now? That that that's that that American people are going to come around to it. I mean, how do you do? Like, how do you get somebody who's? I mean, uh, how do you get somebody who's like hell no to to say okay, he's the guy. And also, here's another thing: is that 
there's Trump has plenty of chances to step in it for the next year. Yeah, that's you know? for sure. But then again, is he? I mean, I'm surprised just looking at these polls, listening to a couple podcasts on the way down here, and and kind of going through some people's analysis on Twitter, etc. His job, the Biden approval on everything is terrible. There's almost mm-hmm. there's nothing in in like it's Trump versus the end of our democracy. That's what it is. That's the fight here is that the left will spend millions and millions and millions on on telling us that Trump means the end of the democracy. But will people? Because democracy at, at, at exit polls polled well. That our democracy was at risk and they didn't want to lose it. And it actually worked. And it worked in states like Connecticut. I mean, but I think people care more about being able to afford dinner than about, like, quote, unquote, democracy, whatever that means to them at, at the time, right? I mean, what does it mean to say we're going to save our democracy? It means Ayanna Presley's voting rights bill where you know, felons can vote and people under 16 can vote, or does it mean that people accept the electoral college results, or it means that, you know, like the left gets what they want all the time, which is what I think they think it means. Um, you know, what democracy is sort of an abstract concept, right? Versus things like how much money I have and can I afford food and can I make my mortgage payment? That's a lot more concrete to most people, don't you think? It is, but then then, then this White House then would have been, if that, those, if if the economy and affordability um, in your day-to-day and things like quality of life, I guess that's what really that mm-hmm. means. If they're so widespread in the toilet, how is it possible that this administration is numb to it? How is that possible? I mean, you know, it's well, funny. I, mean, I don't think we're, they we're know how to solve the second. problems, we, right? We, today, when you were with me on WTIC, we had a caller t- mention that oil production is up. And it is up. Now, mm-hmm. the reason it's up is for, um, well, this is, maybe I'm, I actually, the more I talk about it, the more it, it, I'm answering my own question. The reason it's up is because the Saudis hate us now and they're not working with us. We've spent our petroleum reserves and some other reasons. Really, we, we stumbled into this and some of the regulations that we had on early in the Biden administration. And then they had to go hand and knee to uh, energy companies and say, after they called them um, price gougers and said, you're all stealing profits instead of making gas cheap. The administration had to quietly work with energy companies, even though they've got a big green initiative. They're all in. So. I'm answering my own question. I'm like, why wouldn't you tell the American people that we have an energy rescue plan right now? Just call this oil production that's happening right now the energy rescue plan. But I, the more I say, why wouldn't you do that, the more it, it's obvious. They can't do it. Because it alienates their base that doesn't want us right. producing oil. And they at least need the base coming out. They at least right. need the base coming out. But so now you're not, you've got an, You've got a W that you can't tout to the American people. It's amazing. It's amazing. Talk about everything woke turns to bleep. This is like they have hamstrung themselves. Uh, uh, You know, maybe it was all like they knew they'd be hamstringing themselves. And it was just simply all, okay, we win in 2022, uh, those midterms, and that's the best we can hope for. And there's nothing we can do. And and, and that's it. Because – 
I mean, it's not unreasonable to think that this guy's out anyway. Yeah. No, really, that the, the, the Biden's, it's not unreasonable to think it. I mean, there there's nothing left to the original veneer of Biden, which was normalcy, Uncle Joe. That's all gone. Decent. He's right. a decent guy. Decent, right. And, um, you know, he people see now that no matter what happened, uh, at Congress on January 6th at the Capitol building, the collusion between tech, media, and the Democrats that happened, including the New York Post office, et cetera, was mm-hmm. absolutely more, um, had a bigger effect on the election. You can do whatever of you course. want, song and dance with Pence on January 6th. It doesn't matter. But people see this. And also, the 75% and of also the- people, We'll see the hypocrisy of what happened after that. Everyone was told on the eve of the election that the Hunter Biden laptop was classic Russian disinformation and all of it was fake. And now essentially everyone acknowledges that the laptop is completely true and everything on it is legit. Well, yeah. And- so when people watch that happen in real time and it's like that shatters the image of the Biden decent family man thing. Right. But then also, I mean. Trump's been tried. He's been vetted. We've had him as a president. Nothing really that bad happened. Everything was fine. The economy was better. The tax cuts were better. The interest rates were better. Everything. I mean, the foreign policy for sure was better. There was a lot that was um, functioning under Trump that is not functioning under Biden. The border, among other things, too. Mm -hmm. The migrant crisis. And, you know, people remember this stuff. This... That was a real thing that happened not that long ago, the Trump presidency, right? Right. And so it's very difficult, um, you know, for Biden with his current record to go up against that. And, you know, people point to 2022 and say, well, Trump's a loser, you know, because all his endorsed candidates failed. Like, all his endorsed candidates are his endorsed candidates, but they're also not Trump. And Mm -hmm. he also wasn't actually technically on the ballot. And when it comes down to it, when people have a choice between Joe Biden, whose presidency they can see happening right now, and Trump, whose presidency they saw happening just a couple of years ago, you know, only they can tell which was better. But I think for a lot of people, the answer is that things were better for them under Trump and that, you know, things might even have been better in COVID had we, you know, listened to Trump more potentially. So, so it really just depends. I mean, the Republican debate was interesting. It was certainly the most fun of the mm-hmm. Republican debates. There was the most happening. It was like a total food fight. We they can, were all, if you want to, we just, can play a couple of those if you want to. Do you want we, to? We don't have to go crazy playing them. I think most people have heard the big ones. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of, yeah, we can play a couple of them. Here's, um, here's uh, to Sanctimonious. Uh, Reagan, Washington, Lincoln, excellent. Uh, one of the guys I'll take inspiration from is Calvin Coolidge. Now, people don't talk about him a lot. He's one of the few presidents that got almost everything right. He understood the proper role of the federal government under the Constitution. We need to restore the U.S. Constitution as the centerpiece of our national life. And that requires a president who understands the original understanding of the Constitution, who has a good sense of the Bill of Rights, and who knows how we've gone off track 
with this massive fourth branch of government, uh, this administrative state, which is imposing its will on us and is being weaponized against us. So Silent Cal knew the proper role of the federal government. The country was in great shape when, when he was president of the United States. And we can earn, earn, learn an awful lot from Calvin Coolidge. So, you know what? It's funny. I, I might have found the, the one of the biggest loser lines of the night. It's just the fact that he's making a thing out of Coolidge. Coolidge was a good president, and there's all sorts of things to say. I just don't know if any American knows who that is right now. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a perfect cut to indicate what Ron DeSantis was like during the debate. He was totally right during the debate. He was... You know, he's good. If I could, I said this on the Jerry Callahan show this morning, if I could wave a magic wand and make Ron DeSantis president, mm-hmm. I would do it. But we have elections, for better or worse, and you have to be appealing to people, and he just is not. And there's too much, and like, showmanship in this Republican. Ron- Go ahead. There's too much showmanship in this presidential race right now where it, it is not his year, this year, I don't well, think. I mean, Unless something happens to I, Trump. I, but- I, I just think there's too many indictments. He looked pretty lame a year ago. Donald Trump did. He looked mm-hmm. lame. But now there's just all these indictments. It's the pile on, it's like everybody's been tuckered. It has been Trump-pilled. Here's Nikki Haley getting stabbed. And this shows how hypocritical Ron continues to be. When he was running for governor and they asked him about that, he said he didn't think bathroom bills were a good use of his time. You can go look that up. I signed a bathroom bill in Florida, so but that's obviously say, no. not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was terrible the whole night. The idea that you would say that I, I was against it, that. You didn't. You killed it. I signed it. I we stood didn't. up for little girls. You didn't do it. And there was this going on. I was actually just in South Carolina. Some of the legislators told me at the time there were boys going into the girls. That's the there whole reason not. why they no, did no, it. No, 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 no. And so they say when she does that explanation that that doesn't hold water. And this is the upstate of South Carolina. Ron, I signed the bill. I protected the girls. Do you know girls. South Carolinians? She did not do, do you know it. South I know that. So, one, he's fighting dirty, which is good. Two, for the first time, he's treating her like he treats the press. There's more of a dismissive disdain, right. and it comes through. And so, Well, because she's lying about him, too. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can go after Santos for a lot, but for being, like, way too pro-LGBTQIA+, that's not one of the things that's going to work. <laughs> I know. It's not a very effective attack against him, to say, because he's like the governor with the book bans and the don't say right. gay belt. Oh, right. Like, I mean, I shouldn't even say don't say gay bell because it's like not an accurate depiction. But to say that he was like not hard enough on the woke stuff in the schools is like not that's not a helpful attack on him, especially when she's weak on that issue. But she just like you say, totally took a beating. Do you have the Vivek? Yeah. The at this Ukraine point, she, she looks as if the, the, almost as if she's going to cry in this one. I want everybody at home to know that I was the first person to say we need a reasonable peace deal in Ukraine. Now a lot of the neocons are quietly coming along to that position, with the exceptions of Nikki Haley and Joe Biden, who still support this, what I believe is pointless war in Ukraine. And I think those with foreign policy experience, one thing that Joe Biden and Nikki Haley have in common is that neither of them could even state for you three provinces in eastern Ukraine that they want to send our troops to actually fight for. Look at that. This is what I want people to understand. These people have, I mean, she has no idea what the hell the names of those provinces are. She wants to send our sons and daughters and our troops and our military equipment to go fight it. 
So reject this myth that they've been selling you, that somebody had a cup of coffee stint at the U.N. and then makes eight million bucks after, has real foreign policy experience. It takes an outsider to see this through. Look at the blank expression. She doesn't know the names of the provinces that she wants to actually fight. The crowd didn't like that. He is a little dirtbag, but a, he's, he's good at that. <laughs> yeah. This is a pretty anti-Vivek crowd. And so I think it's interesting because obviously Vivek's behavior is the story coming out of this debate because he was as uh, outrageous as usual. And I mean, even more so than usual, I guess. He was he was going after Christie, going after Haley. He was loud. He was he had some attacks like this that I think were very effective, mm-hmm. especially against Haley. I mean, I don't think you even need to be effective against Christie because he's such a non-factor, except maybe in New Hampshire. But I think that Vivek's attacks really hurt Haley, but I don't know that they helped him. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm seeing a lot of people say, like, oh, well, they're talking about him, so that's good, so he's a winner out of the debate. I mean, like, where is he picking up votes from doing this? Because... Most, I mean, most of the people who are liking what he's doing are probably going to vote for Trump. Yes? You're right. You're absolutely right. I think there's there... nowhere. I don't think he goes up in the polls after this debate. Do you? I just think that he's sort of where he's going to be and there's nowhere really to go. If anything, like if we're going to say the winner of the debate is the person whose polls go up after the debate, I think we will be saying Ron DeSantis is the winner because if Haley loses support, right. then that probably most likely goes to DeSantis. But- that's all None of it happen. is enough to be a factor right. in the actual primaries and caucuses. Right. I, they, don't, no. they have a 20-something percent combined in Oh, yeah. Scenario? Trump's like... Trump's, 59 I think, something. for the most part, he's like 40 points up in the early primary states and then like 50 points up nationally or something. He's up a, an enormous amount, slightly more nationally than in the early primary states, but not enough. I mean, like, so Ron DeSantis peels off five of Nikki Haley's percentage points and now he's at 16 and she's at nine or something. I mean, like, it doesn't help anybody. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, I mean, I think while the Vivek thing was fun and Tommy New Hampshire says future plans, he's unforgettable. I think that that's true. I think he remains on the scene in some form or other, Mm -hmm. maybe as a podcast host or whatever. He was fun. He was funny he was exciting I, and i he, have no a lot of you know kind of i can understand Haley probably wants to punch him in the face oh no doubt about that <laughs> uh, but but I, I think that entertainment value is actually something <clears throat> something oh and, yeah that's part of why it, trump is oh that's still with us. that is huge i think it's part of something and it's more than just uh, a throwaway, um, you know, a vacuous uh, luxury item. I think entertainment value, in many ways, shows a consideration for the audience. That normal politicians talking about lockboxes and all of the above approaches and this and that, politically, a lot of times for many viewers can be absolutely insulting because politicians are so managed and so packaged that they don't speak like humans. Right. So when you're showing a bit of uh, fire or impassion, whatever, finally you're going against, totally against, of course, what the consulting class would tell you to do, um, and you're, you're st- you've stopped being safe, and it's entertaining, and it's considerate to the viewer. 
consider it to the viewer, you know, and, and people right. watching for this forever. I mean, when Herman Cain was saying 999 and being funny, it was like, oh, oh, this is a nice change. And he had his time in the sun before he got blown up. And same with Gingrich when he was just, he was scratching an itch for people just by being rude and going right at the press. And there is there is something to that. And, and Joe Biden thinks he has it. He thinks he has it. He thinks dog uh, pony soldiers, dog face pony soldier stuff, and and I think Jill probably tells him, "Oh, you did it again. You slayed them." And I think even he thinks he talks about fighting uh, salt pork or whatever the guy's name is at, at the pool. <laughs> Do you remember the um the commercial that the unions did for him early in his presidency oh, it's a for thuggy like thing, his, right? for his bill, uh, where they had some like indeterminate. Boston or New York or yeah. Rhode Island accent or something, Some light and then breaker. they were like, "Biden's got a guess. He's a union guy," and yeah. it was like, <laughs> stuff like that. I think that's like the image that he's trying to cultivate when he does stuff like that. Is that he's like Scrappy Joe from Scranton, but it's and you know what? Really it, so annoying. I think in, in, as far as the general goes, I've seen all sorts of um, write ups today saying if Trump wins. Um, um, What's his son's the the son-in-law's name? Jared Kushner. Jared Kushner could uh-huh. join the administration again. Could join again in the, in the Oval Office. Um, and they're telling us in a way to say, as if to say to us, and he'll do what he did before. And the sons might be around. And Ivanka might be around to do what they did before. They didn't do anything bad before. I'm sorry, they didn't. Yeah, what? But they'll the left, bring peace to the Middle East right, like they did before. Right, that Abraham would be convenient. Accords. Yeah, but the, but the left, they believe their own narrative. Now they're pointing back to their original fake narratives from 2016 to, through 2020 and saying, look, it could happen again. And that's, they're just kidding. Yeah, or they're like, he, we said he would last time and he didn't, but this time he really means it. Right. He's going to be an authoritarian. <laughs> this time he's really going to be a fascist. And think about that. When he said that he's going to be an authoritarian uh, this time, um, and he said, I'm going to be for the first day and shut down the border. It's like anybody who's sane in this country in leadership would say, of course, you're going to shut down the freaking border. It's wide open right now. It's like an oil spill, except of people we don't know anything about. Can't have that. The border is really out of control. It's absolutely crazy. It's I mean, it makes the border crisis under Obama look like a high security yes. state. By it's the way, that's what's yeah. going on down there. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I want to get to something, by the way, Alice. Okay. I listened to you on Jerry Callahan's show today. I think you did a great job. Mm-hmm. I wish I had been available to make a promo out of a particularly good good portion of it. I should have grabbed it. I couldn't. There's no grabbing anything. We're on the road. We're gone to go today. But, um, but what was, you said at one point, uh, oh, you weren't allowed to say all lives matter. And Montante and Craig, like, bristled at that oh we're distancing ourselves for that why i don't understand why i don't understand why that upset them so much guys it's really it shouldn't be a controversial sentiment to say that all lives matter i know that for a brief time and because of saint george floyd it was controversial it really isn't yes delete everything from 2020 the the george floyd narrative was bs the police brutality narrative was bs the uh white supremacy narrative was bs a lot of the COVID scaring was BS. All of that is BS. LGBTQIA plus, uh, you know, uh, somebody being demisexual is BS. That's all horse bleep. It's ridiculous. It's delete it all. Don't be afraid of any of that anymore. No, no, no. We're on the march now. Not them anymore. 
These people are in, these people are insane. The cut you guys played today with Ayanna Presley, she's a psychotic. To say that it's, we have Jim Crow right now, it's the same thing right now because because Donald Trump tried to have an insurrection, which of course is BS. Right. No, and because sixteen-year-olds and felons can't vote, it's Jim Crow. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like it, it, guys, it, you have to relegate the the opposition to the joke that we used to treat it as. You know, George H. W. Bush used to call them environmental. They're environmental wackos, and he was right. They are. These people are nuts. These people, the climate change thing, it's it's just another grift. Please. All of these, none of these people are doing this, by the way, in their spare time. They're all making bank on this stuff. It is a oh, yeah. grift. Just don't, don't, don't think anymore. LGBTQIA, it's all whatever. No. It's not, it's not like that. Men are men. Women are women. There are gay men and gay women. There are, and all lives matter. There, right. There might be bisexual women uh, i don't believe that they're bisexual men there are gay men who may dabble with women as well no i just not yeah in all lives of course all lives matter it's fucking oh god what an embarrassment that that year was so else we have a fat chat chat should we head to it and we owe justin to play the rest of his dream Okay. This is true. First, let's do our What's Up With You segment oh. for the week. Since it is Thursday, it's our last show of the week. And uh, where we talk about things we're reading and watching and listening to and doing. Um, I'll start by asking you, what's up with you? Um, uh, what have I been watching? Um, Shane Gillis. <sighs> yes. Oh, my goodness. That's right. That's right. I've been watching Shane Gillis. The more I watch it, the more I love it. Um, we call him... Funny Shane. <laughs> that comes through better on Zoom? It might be improving. It's hard to say over Zoom. I'm yeah, there you sure. go. I think I don't know that it is though. Um yeah, I'm gonna get it. Montante called Montante very very down on your Trump impression. He called me this morning and threatened my life, as a matter of fact, Alice. <laughs> if I continue to do it. I realize I'm not hitting it. But I, I believe that I did hit it at one point. Maybe if you do it enough times, it will start to sound like. Trump. I'm gonna watch this more Shane Gillis. What I'm gonna do be doing is stealing Shane Gillis's version of that. Oh, hopefully you should uh, record yourself. You should listen to yourself back because I'll listen to I, I'm not back. sure you're hearing what you sound like because it doesn't no, sound like Trump. No, no, I, I'm hearing it. I know it doesn't. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm really trying to force it to be sound like Ch- Trump. Uh, ooh, Jay has okay. You don't care. Um, okay. So go to the chat chat. So what was Justin's original one called? I'm sorry, guys. We are dealing with dial-up uh, internet here. So, ooh, Mike and Groveland is back. Okay, the Justin one was he as Justin? Shingle's household. Hold on, we got to do uh, a thing tomorrow. Cold medicine dream. Cold medicine. I dream. think that's it. That's it. Here we go. Thank you for following the naming convention so we could find it again, Justin. Thank you, Justin. And also, here's another thing. Uh, mm-hmm. We do apologize for being so late today. I know in every day, it's so disrespectful. When I'm on, like, waiting for KMS to stream, I'm like, on. Sorry about that, guys. We'll try to be better. It's not personal. Believe me, it's not personal. Hey, Tom and Alice. I'm starting to think um, these cold medicine dreams are the best dreams. Because I had one where um, everybody, like, um, burn barrel related, like, uh, 
Alice and Tom and all of the chat chat callers were all living in this small town like a Pleasantville. Mm-hmm. And they all had their own jobs and everything. And it was all in black and white. And I came into town as an outsider. And um, like Tim at Canton was uh, the mailman. But he was like reading the mail that he's supposed to deliver. Love and it. he said to somebody, he goes, he goes, <laughs> all you got is junk mail. <laughs> Love it. I know because I read it. <laughs> and then... Um, then you had um alice was the mayor of the 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 small town here we go and then tom was always down at the bar what that was run by um oh i can't think of who the guy was who was the bartender Danny who owned the bar it was um tommy new hamster oh shoot uh steve steve from merrimack, steve from merrimack in, i in think the dream he oh, was of course the of course guy who owned the bar and um Tom was in the bar just crying about how he could have been the mayor, and he's a smart guy. I don't like my and, role um, in this dream. Everybody doesn't <laughs> understand him. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, he goes, it's just not right. I, I'm a smart person, too, and not just Alice. And <laughs> Why am I afraid of into his, into his um, beer. Very, very bizarre dream. Oh, my goodness. By the way, if you're in. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. In Connecticut tomorrow, Avon, Connecticut, Avon Old Farms Hotel. Don't come for the internet. Come to say uh, hello to me and you. All right, Alice, ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? You never asked me what's up with me. Oh, jeez, I'm sorry about that. By Uh, the way. I'm sorry about that. What's up with you? Um, what's up with me? Mostly I've been reading aloud books to other people, which I don't have that much time to read to myself at the moment, but, um, we have been finishing George MacDonald's The Princess and the Goblin, which I highly recommend. It's a great, um, children's book if you're looking for a read aloud for youngish kids. Um, it's a very good one and we are looking at what to start next. I think we're going to get back into Narnia. I did Narnia with the older kids, but now we're, I think the younger kids are ready for a Narnia run. And if anybody has any recommendations for children's books that are like kind of fantasy, but um, they have to have like a little bit of a modern twist or our daughter won't read them. She's looking for a new series after she finishes rereading Narnia too. So but stuff like about a Narnia age level, but um, 
but yeah like fantasy like she doesn't like like tolkien or redwall because those are like straight up serious books but she likes like narnia or um the enchanted forest chronicles or percy jackson because they're like sort of modern and funny you know Looking for more series like that. Books is dumb. I'm trying no, to... No, books are fantastic. Please. Ugh. Imagine reading that. <sighs> That's why you have no inner life. That's well, why I'm the mayor and else, you're sitting in the bar. Else you listen to some of these. No, I just was play. I just started to play one when we were testing. You asked me if I could play something to test, remember? Yeah, okay. Here we go. From speaking, they will shut you down. Hi, like, my name's Alice, right? 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 Like, yeah? Hi, Morgan. Um, Taylor Swift is, like, uh, definitely the best, like, uh, uh, like, right? Ooh. Right? Artist, on, right? 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 Hitting on likes. Artist, yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. Best, best f***ing writer ever. Damn and it! we should fly in Palestine and f*** all the other people. Doesn't matter. Morgan. Totally. Right? Yeah. Venture I agree, girl. Morgan. She does agree. Morgan, damn it. Bleep yourself out. Um, but I'm glad you're calling, Morgan. I, I, uh, I really am. I think it's cool. And maybe we'll see you soon. Who knows? Who knows? But um, yeah, I noticed you weren't. You didn't use your likes a lot with Jerry today on Jerry Callahan Show. You were really good today. Trying to work on it. Good job. It's a hard habit to break. It's, well, it's weird because you're such a uh, bookish, statistic, analytical person and a dumb blonde at the same time. So it's a weird combination. Thank you. I love it. Uh, believe me. <laughs> I love it because it does all sorts of stuff. Well, you've got a good brain and then you're pretty too. And you're having a, you're entering another pretty period too. Uh, here we go. Oh, no. Hold on. Hi, it's Morgan from Vermont. <laughs> Mrs. Muir. Oh, people call me the Charles Nelson Riley of Vermont. <laughs> what? Ooh. I just want to let you know, I'm a really good person. And that I signed off my message by wishing the baby well and saying peace and love because I'm a good person. I don't think this is but Morgan. Alice, I want to let you know, you're an effing retard. You were wrong on COVID. You're wrong on this. And I'm speaking to you behind a stainless steel mask that I never take off. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and by the way, it's a big, fat, false flag operation. And let me tell you something. There's no evidence that Israeli innocent girls at a concert were shot through the breasts and the vagina and beheaded. It's all a big, fat, false flag. And I know this because I'm such a good person. <laughs> and they want that effing land. Even though they haven't been there since 2005, they want nothing to do with it. They want that effing land. And let me just tell you something else. These weirded, bearded dudes in sandals, they wiggle around when they want to wiggle, and they send the purple hair people in there when they want people to look at people with purple hair. Do you know what I'm saying? Ha <laughs> well, there's some Paul Lind in there. I have in Charles Nelson Riley is in there, and some. Uh, I don't know that I recognize you know, all the. Well, you don't. You don't know those there. names. Jim J. Bullock <laughs> might be in there as well, but there's also some uh, Beetlejuice is in there. By the way, I have something else to add. Am I pro genocide? Am I anti genocide? 
So I'm pro imbecile because I'm an imbecile and I have no ideas. I don't read newspapers. I don't follow the news. I don't read books and I've never gotten any additional information in my mind other than what I think is good for people like me. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. <laughs> they chew it up and they spew it out. And speaking of which, I've got a Tumblr date. Hello. Thank you. Is Tumblr a thing? Is that a date? Um, Tumblr isn't a thing for dating generally. I think it means Grinder. There's, there's Grinder, Bumble, and Tinder. So maybe it's like a mishmash of Bumble and Tinder. But Tumblr is also a microblogging site from like, oh, ten, fifteen years ago. So we are getting all sorts of. Um... So so I don't I. I don't know. I like Steve from Merrimack, and I like Morgan, and I can't really pick a side, even if Morgan makes fun of how I talk and everything I think in the world. So, um, you know, he's and, still pretty nice and a, a fun hang, and um, and I'm not mad about it. Speaking of Morgan, well, uh, Alex on, Jones on, was on, hold, on Tucker hold, today. Hold on, hold on, else. Okay. It should be also said that Morgan has a beautiful and lovely and fun wife, Alicia. So yes. I do not believe that uh, that he enjoys the company of other men. We can we have, we have been eyewitnesses to all of this. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You want to talk about, uh, as uh, Morgan would say, in Montante would say, um, AJ? Uh, yeah, on, on Tucker, on his, Tucker's Twitter show today. So exciting times. If nothing else, I think that's definitely an indication he's not looking to be made vice president. What do you mean? You don't think Trump loves Alex Jones? Jones could be in the cabinet. Well, no, I do. I don't mean Trump. I mean that I think that could potentially be a a damaging association to have in a general election. But maybe I'm wrong. No, it's all over. <laughs> We're in a new dimension now. <laughs> He wanders the streets of Groveland aimlessly. They call him Groveland time. <laughs> hey, Tom and Alice, Mike and Groveland here. Hey, hey, Mike. Hi, Mike and Groveland. Mike's Trump is great. That's all I was trying to do, Mike. <laughs> I was just trying to, or maybe he heard my impression and stole from me. So maybe mine yeah. really is good. He took yours. He took yours, and now you don't have it anymore. Oh. I should have met you the other day, Tom. Uh, Likewise. Hopefully we'll run into each other again. Definitely stop, you know, say hi. Absolutely. Uh, I'm also big fan of Shane Gillis. That special of his, he's, he's about to blow up huge. Yep, it's the um, best. That, that bit about the Navy SEAL, it's, it's just too much. <laughs> if you ever look, you know, if you're ever looking for something to listen on your, um, listen to on your 43-mile walks, <laughs> uh, definitely check out Joe Rogan um, and look for the – episodes titled protect our parks that's uh joe rogan shane gillis mark norman and ari shafir uh just sitting around you know busting on each other and it's just three hours of hilarity anyways uh keep up the great work guys thanks mike um, uh, yeah, so I don't listen to Rogan as much as I used to. I still love him. I think, still think he's great. I've just been, you know, getting more hard news hits. But Protect Our Parks, I will check those out because, I mean, Shane Gillis is just the best. He's just the best. And it's one of those things where I, I'm not a comedian or I've never tried to be a comedian. But 
I have tried to be a musician, and if I if the mus- musician version of Hidden had come out now, just a guy doing stuff the way he wants to, I would have been kicking myself saying, why didn't I just do stuff the way I want to? Why were we trying to add, sound like R.E.M. meets Weezer? Um, I love Shane Gill. The world is better because that dude is is making comedy. I I just love it. I love it. I don't. I don't. I, I love Rogan because I think he's one of the best interviewers and the the only the greatest media person we have now, a journalist, which he somehow is. Um, but I don't love his stand up. But uh, in Ari Shafir, I, I, I get to listen to more. Um, and the other guy, Normand, I'll have to check him out too. But thank you very much, Mike. Yeah, it was, and it was nice seeing you. You guys are totally right. When it comes to trying to impersonate Trump, it is so hard to do. I mean, the only thing I have ever tried to really say is, we're going to build a wall. We're going to make it huge. And even that might be better than Tom's. So I think we should all give up on our impression of Trump and just really enjoy the true man himself when he talks because he is an absolute riot. He is. He is. Want me to try it again, else? Um, Okay. I can't even I, even with they call her, I can't even get that. I I can feel me not getting. It. I don't. I just don't have it. I don't. But I had it. That's what I don't get. Is this part of what a drag it is getting old? Uh, okay. BBP. Brian Barrel Podcast. Rich Little Jr. Do you know who Rich Little is, Alice? No. He is a comedian and impressionist. I don't know that he's still with us. He might be loved hearing the rich little of the north shore thank you last night that impression of trump close your eyes listen to it again it is spot on it's like he's in the room it's a spot on impression of a vagabond homeless donald trump who's been strung out on meth for 30 years but other than that it was spot on also the impressions of jason and jay perfection no clue who they are. I've never heard them in my life. But I'm going to say those were perfect. Jason knows Kingston and Jay. Yeah. Oh, those. those. So maybe I should do less narrow casting in my impressions. They call him Lion Tim. Nope. God dang it. You know, and you have to have different names for different people. Not everybody can be lying, whoever. That's another challenge. The writing in my... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I should I should talk to... Since Mike won't talk to me, apparently, my own future brother-in-law, um, uh, and consult with me, you know who is a good friend and a great guy? Joey yeah. Noon. Joey Voices. Bet you he can do it. Uh, yeah, maybe he can give you some tips. BFS. Here we go. Hey, TNA. Hey. Brian from Salem. Hey, Brian. Hi, Brian. Hey, by the way, Alice, we need to start using TNA more. Okay. Search engine optimization. They call it search engine optimization. <laughs> Oof. And I'm thinking about going dink hunting tonight. Dink <laughs> No, no, no. I, I'm not of that persuasion. I get you. I am completely hetero. <laughs> I just yep. want to dope slap a few of these freaking morons you out know. there who mock real working world family people. 
And, uh, yeah, so hopefully you don't see me in the news. Yeah. But if you do, eh, give me a thumbs up. And, you know, then when Brian from Salem is in the news, they're going to be like, he was radicalized by a little known podcast. (laughs) Supposedly. (laughs) Against stinks. One one co-host does an impression of Donald Trump. We're going to play it. Uh, so the, the but the next to the chalk body outline of, of the dink that that Brian <laughs> wax out will be the chalk chalk outline of the car cookies that have gone flying as well. Which Roland told us that might mean something else too. Oh, for yeah, yeah. Roland has some other. Roland is the producer at WTIC. Um, and by the way, Tim, for many of you, other than Steve from Merrimack, who does know this, indeed, Newburyport is not on the North Shore. Or West Newbury, or Newbury, the uh, the Merrimack Valley, right? At least we are we are in the Merrimack. West Newbury is no Merrimack Valley, but like Salem is legit North Shore. We're up here yeah. we're in a different realm, and I understand those of you who live in civilization, which includes Salem down to Boston. You're assuming is Salem he- technically Cape Ann too? Salem is or not quite? Just about because Cape Ann is Beverly Gloucester, right? I think. So, yeah, but up top of Cape Ann, when you start to get into the what's that called? A uh, Ganapi water? What's the water called when it's char- when it's charlty? When it when it's uh, fresh in salt water, clampy? What's it called? Brackish. Brackish. Yes. Um, brackish. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Brackish. Stop saying that, please. They call it brackish. Really dangerous area, actually. The Merrimack yeah, please River, be careful. Please where be it goes careful. into the ocean. Please be careful. Do uh, <laughs> okay, Alice. This let me tell you the naming convention. This one it says BBP was Burn that podcast. Was that Corky? Do you know what who Corky was? <laughs> Sounds familiar. Is this like an old TV show? Well, yes. Like called Life Goes okay. On. Do you know? Who? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Corky was a character. Bravely played a great character by an actor who had Down syndrome. Now, I would put forth, this doesn't include me or anybody I knew, that perhaps in the late 80s, early 90s, many people, especially guys in their teens and early 20s, may not have been ready for such a thing. Um, But thankfully, everything went well. Okay. <laughs> we threw that. Okay. And I quote from last night's Burn Barrel Pod. Damn it, I don't feel like Trump when I do it. That is Tom in reference to his supposed Trump impression. Well, I think you all, we all know why you don't feel like it because you're not doing it. Anyway, do you kind of feel more like Corky Thatcher when you do it? I don't know, just saying. <laughs> I uh I don't think I sounded like Corky whatsoever. I I I am s- stepping away from this particular chat chat message very carefully. You're breaking up a lot. I am oh well, that's right. That's because there's another person just checked into the hotel, so we're down fifty percent. BBP the stepping ons <laughs> Burn Brown Podcast. <laughs> True. 
guys really should think about appointing Steve from Merrimack as your official ombudsman for the Burn Barrel Pod because he is always spot on. As Tom would try to impersonate Trump and say, the stepping on Shaddix. Oof, mm-hmm. that was a tough one the other night. Anywho, I heard the complaint about having to beep a lot of Morgan's message yes. from Tom yes. and that it was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And I just want to remind everybody that two minutes prior to this complaint, Tom literally said in reference to Paul Peter's pediatrician or surgeon, Dr. Mengler, apparently, <laughs> referred to him as fuckface, which was not censored. So I, I don't care. You can you can have it both ways. I'm just saying, why you worry about beeping out swears if you're not going to beep out swears? I'm just asking questions. That's all. They call him F face. Um, well, I, let me ask you something else. I don't recall saying that, but I do. I am passionate about that that issue. Um, do, can we just not beep out stuff in the chat chat? Just let everybody do what they want. And so everybody knows that the chat chat is rated whatever? Or no? Well, you just have to label the episodes explicit then on the podcast thing when you upload them. That's and what's all. the downside to that? Um, some advertisers don't want their advertising content on oh. explicit content. And what is the... So it limits the number of advertisers that will advertise What on is the podcast? current rubbish that we're serving people at the beginning middle and end of this right now is there any way to find out um i know there's i know that there's a lot of amazon ads please on buy thing. those please buy the things that they tell you to get for the amazon ads um oh i was just saying oh there's a really pretty um really pretty cook on instagram who does a lot of hawks a lot of amazon clothes like bikinis she's really good i fell in love with her for her cooking i didn't know she was pretty i, mm-hmm. I swear um so um so i have no more ideas but there is, damn, we shouldn't do this live. Speaking of cooking, we're gonna do um, we're gonna do a uh, all you can eat podcast tomorrow morning. Yes, indeed. I have lined up a friend and fellow McDonald's connoisseur to talk about the big developments in McDonald's. Yes, a very cool and dynamic chick, by the way, fellows. Mm-hmm. Is she still dating? Uh, no, she's not. Oh, there you go. Cool, dynamic. And she lives in Florida now, but they have McDonald's there too. That happened rather abruptly. No, it didn't. It happened in October. I talked to you about it. So much changes around here. You know who lives in Florida? Your favorite president. Uh, Paul. Paul from Florida. Your favorite Florida listeners. They call him 45. This is awful. It's getting worse. Yeah, no. Steve from Gloucester's is better. Yeah, it is. Hey, Tom and Alice. Tom, you had an awesome caller earlier, Francis, a.k.a. Frank, on WTIC. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And he spoke everything mm-hmm. that we've all been saying. You've been saying it. Yep. And you kind of brushed him off as mm-hmm. a wacko because he maybe threw a couple curse words in there that you had to edit out. Yeah, well, let me tell you what, what he said. So he said they should bomb the goddamn, like, Gazans and goddamn this is, And, uh, yeah, I was trying to stay away from goddamn. And also, I assumed that it was all being dropped. All, he wasn't being dropped, but it was all being dumped. So I was like, it doesn't really help me to say anything here because nobody's going to hear anything. But I liked pretty much everything he was saying. 
um, but uh, but I could feel they got an itchy trigger finger at TIC about like stuff. Like if you say pissed off, if you say pissed off, they they dump that. So they dump like a lot of stuff. So I was like, oh, this is all getting nuked. But maybe it wasn't. He's beyond true, man. Yep. (laughs) He he was right about stuff. He was. uh, He was passionate today. They have raped the. Israeli women. Yeah, they've been terrible. And I did say, by the way, that that, that it was Frank's like best call. It was fantastic. He was ticked off because mm-hmm. of it. I'm mean, see. I'm afraid to say pissed off. He was pissed off, rightly so. Those guys, Hamas, are freaking animals. I want every one of them dead with a bullet in their head, and I want the leadership in Qatar. I want them had to have bullets and heads too. I want it, and I want to see it on GoPros, and that's what I want for Christmas. That's all. That's and- it. He also advocated for blowing up the Gaza Strip, and Tom, you've done that too. Did I? I, I just I said blow up Tehran. Kind of brush this guy to the side because maybe he threw out a couple of profanities or whatever. But man, this guy, you should have. This guy should be on your show. You should call him back and give him a couple segments, man. I'm just a little disappointed that you didn't kind of pursue this. So I all right, that's all. I love you guys. Thanks, Always man. Well. So we like Frank, right? So yeah, Frank so, gets a he, good amount of time on the station. He gets a good. He calls every day, so it's not just nobody. He was he's great. He he's great. But usually he talks about like respect and being Italian and women and gold and stuff like that. Today he was like on topic, you know, in total beast mode, and he was fantastic. It was different. So, but I like talking to him all the time, and I will. I'll believe me. So I don't know how. It, Maybe I shouldn't assume that stuff is being dropped. Let me know next time um, if you were listening online or on air. Because if you were listening online, you probably... I just assume the whole thing is being nuked. Yeah, because they may have dropped it on air. Yeah. And that's not under Tom's control, necessarily. No, so. no, no. I, no, I have nothing to do with that. But I mean, but he was definitely on a, on a great tear. Yeah, and we do enjoy Frank. Mike and Groveland. Hey, Tom. It's Mike from Central Mass again. Oh, different Mike. Uh, I've told you before, I'm actually a North Shore guy. My best friend in life grew up in Groveland. No! Um, so I've heard you call Newburyport, Blueberryport, which is okay. Yep. I absolutely love behavioral. Oh, but good. it's time you start calling Groveland, Groovyland. Ooh! I'm all for that. It's a different Mike, but it's a Groveland. Mike, I'm all for that. I, I, am, I like I, that. It's much better. You call it Groverland sometimes, but yeah, Groovyland yeah. is pretty good. Let me tell you something about Groveland. Groveland's been nothing but good You're to me. You're breaking up, my friend. Sorry about that. Okay, Groveland has been nothing. You know why I broke up? Because I was scrolling for a second, and that's too much for the Wi-Fi. That <laughs> used too much internet in the yep. hotel. Groveland has been nothing but good to me. I like the restaurants. I like the bars. I like walking there. I like the people I see. At the end of that street, um, where um, Seven Stars Street is, and that street where I saw, um, where I saw Mike and Paul, uh, there's a really beautiful woman who mm-hmm. mows her own lawn. She is married to an imposing guy who I think is in law enforcement. But you never see a beautiful woman mowing a lawn. I love that 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 happens. Uh, there's a Trump sign in one of the houses, a couple of houses down there. I love that that happens. I love. I like the people who work in the pot shop or whatever it is. It's I guess it's not a pot shop. It's like something goes on. It's very spiritual, and they do hemp or whatever. And like, there's a bed in there. I don't know what goes on. 
I like those. <laughs> I love everything about Groveland. I like uh, Jerry's G E R R Y S liquor store. I think those guys who own the place are cool. Um, I like. I'm a Groveland. They've been guy. good to us. Yes. They were very disappointed. I mean, not they weren't disappointed I was pregnant, but they were disappointed that I cut back because I was pregnant. They call them since they disappointed Jerry's. No, no since they specifically stock things for us. And so when I stopped buying them, it caused a disruption. Absolutely. Um, all right. So that was a healthy and good and wonderful chat chat. I'm sorry, once again, about the, you know, it's the, it's the, uh, the Avon Connecticut uh, Technology uh, Challenge. Great week again, you guys. Appreciate all the chat chat messages. And those of you who I know that I, I just love I love getting the messages. I think it's interesting because you're very smart, brilliant thinkers, and um, and it's cool. And I, I love the idea that it's, it's like a fan friend generated content because it's funny. And you know, at the end of the day, Jesus, life is hard and can suck a lot. Let's just have some fun. They call me. Have some fun, Tom. Let me look, take a look at you, Alice. I'm not looking at you right now. Let's see how you look. Are you impressed with me right now? Oh, I'm not even on camera. <laughs> yeah, you keep leaning around. I haven't yeah. moved. You've been moving all over the place. Yeah. Oh, you look good. You look good. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, my pleasure. All right, guys. We will see you. New All You Can Eat podcast tomorrow morning with a fabulous guest. Single, fellows. Single. <laughs> thank you all once again so much um great week great to talk to you um and if you want to join patreon where we have like the live streams and some extra content that's patreon.com slash burn barrel otherwise the show is of course free at burnbarrelpodcast.com there's links to all different places to listen uh you can watch us on youtube or on rumble say la vie. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.